Welcome to the House of Lee NYC, the place for life's random how-tos, hacks, and tips. Hi, I'm Lee, former teacher here, breaking it down and keeping it real for you. Why does that matter, being a teacher? Because we're trained to take any concept, analyze it, tweak it, and make it learnable. (laughs) Or maybe it's just me being a reformed type A. Either way, welcome. Yes, it's been a while. I've got to tell you, this whole challenging time has really gotten to me in terms of my productivity levels. So thank you so much for bearing with me, being patient patient until I've uh, been able to air another episode. Today for you is the episode I've been waiting to bring to you, how to make your own deli meats. So before I get started into that, please do share the show with at least two other people who you think would love to hang out with us. And I do want to share with you that if you want to learn how to start a podcast or you want to see how I edit my audio and my workflows, I am giving free workshops on Eventbrite. Well, you can get the ticket on Eventbrite and I'll leave that link in the show notes below. But basically, it's houseofleenyc.eventbrite.com. I hope you'll join me. I will be giving each of those workshops at least once per month because it's a skill set I have and it's the one way I can contribute while we're going through this corona COVID time. And again, it's free. And one other thing, please, if you are interested in podcasting or you know people who are podcasters, please do sign up for podthon.com. It's the annual summer virtual conference that the Asian American Podcasters Association puts on with Women of Color Podcasters group. And it's a lot of fun. It's two days. I think the tickets are $37.50 for the live part of it. And if you want the recordings and everything else and the bonus videos, then that's $75. So again, that's podthon.com. So now let's talk about deli meats. (laughs) And just so you know, you may hear the birds chirping. My windows are open because you know what, y'all? It is hot in here. (laughs) My tiny New York City apartment. So now the reason, let's talk about deli meats. So I'm referring to chicken and bologna specifically. Now, the reason for these two items is I absolutely adore bologna. Are you are you with me on that? But I don't adore the nitrates and the other chemicals that make me groggy or itchy or lethargic. And I had been imbibing in too many Oscar Mayer slices of bologna because you know, it's easy to buy at the store, right? Quick fix, but I got to thinking, you know, the last time I tried to make bologna, it was a disaster. (laughs) But so let me just back up and not do bologna. Let me not tackle bologna, but let's do something easy like chicken breasts. And you can do the same thing with a boneless turkey breast, I suppose. But basically, all you're doing is slow roasting a marinated piece of meat and then thinly slicing it. So let me take you through my process. 
what I did was I took two chicken breasts and I marinated them in a concoction that I got from the website adayinthekitchen.com. Lisa at adayinthekitchen.com. She has this easy homemade sandwich deli meat recipe. And basically her uh, marinade is made of honey, salt, onion powder and garlic powder. I went an extra step and added black pepper and then I rubbed the meat in it and I let it marinate in the fridge. She likes to hang hers out for two to three days. I only did one day because I I just I don't have the patience. (laughs) When I get excited about a project I just want to see it through and done right. I want the results. So what I did was I slow roasted it in the oven at about two. My oven goes as low as 265 degrees if you uh, can count on the written numbers on the actual oven. And so I took about an hour and a half to slow roast it till the temperature got above 166 degrees Fahrenheit. And there are several ways to slice deli meat that you make at home so the big the big issue is oh will I get the thin slices like at the deli counter right I personally like thicker slices I don't like my meat to be shaved or shaven I guess I like to be able to handle that slice (laughs) and so I can use a sharp knife or I can use the slicer feature on my food processor and You know, I do have a meat slicer that I got for around $100 online on Amazon. And you can go to other places and get less expensive slicers. They do exist. I haven't tried them. A meat slicer is a really fun tool to have (laughs) if you have the real estate for it, which I barely do. I had to throw some stuff out to make room for that sucker. But the fun thing about a meat slicer is that you can slice up a bunch of stuff uniformly. And what I love to do is slice tomatoes, onions, and blocks of cheese because blocks of cheese are less expensive than sliced cheese, right? And it keeps for a while. I have a special container in my fridge for the cheese, but it's nice to have certain foods prepped. Like I love onions. So I am always prepping onions, but if I use my meat slicer and or the slicer on my food processor, uh, which yields smaller slices, if you know what I mean, not as wide, but still very helpful. So if you don't have a food slicer or a processor, what I recommend is to put whatever it is you want to slice that's soft, such as cheese or chicken breast, put it in the freezer for about an hour, 45 minutes to an hour, not so it's frozen, but so it's firmed up. And then use the sharpest knife in your house and thinly slice from that point on. It'll be much easier than if you just take it out of the oven or if you just take it out of the fridge. Again, the secret to thin slicing by hand is semi-solid, semi-solid, items. So to get that semi-solidness or the firmness is to put it in the freezer for a bit. So that's my tip for you. And by the way, this chicken deli meat, oh my gosh, it tasted so good. So yummy. So now let's go back to bologna. (laughs) So basically to make bologna, we're going back there now, is to make meat 
puree with ice or very, very cold water and lots of fat. And then once you puree it all up and you put in your mace or your nutmeg or your and your salt and your pepper and your onion powder and your garlic powder, some recipes call for coriander, others call for what's called a cure powder. And I that's where all the, the, the chemicals are. So I'm avoiding the chemicals. So I'm not using a cure, but that's what it's called. You can go to sausagemaker.com and get all sorts of things for sausage making, for luncheon meat making. You will need casing. And that's where I went to get my casing. And so basically what you do with bologna is, and you can go on YouTube, I'm not gonna give you a specific recipe for it because your accommodations, your tools may be different than mine, but I will tell you what I did. So I made meat puree with a ratio of one to one meat to fat. And so if you're using beef or if you're using pork, you can get the fat from your butcher, which is what I do when I make sausage as well. And your spices, again, as I mentioned before, salt, garlic powder, um, what else, pepper. And the secret ingredient is mace and or nutmeg. Some people, again, use coriander. And basically, you're pureeing it. If you don't have a meat grinder, you can just put it in your food processor. So you will need a food processor for making bologna-type luncheon meat and or sausage because you need it to be finely, finely. You need it to be like mush <laughs> basically and it'll look like pink and white fatty mush <laughs> when you're in the food processor and then you want to add water and so and or ice water the, the idea is to keep it cold so the fat doesn't melt basically and then you want to put it in the casing and then you can roast it slow roast it in a water bath or just put it in a water bath and cook it until it reaches 166 degrees Fahrenheit on the stovetop, which is what uh, I've done. And it doesn't look like deli deli, so to say, because it's not mushy. It's not, but it it it's not as fine and smooth. But it is the the taste is there, and it'll it'll get you there if you care about having bologna with no preservatives that you make on your own and you can use pork or you can use beef or you know whatever you like basically I guess right because bologna they make it out of chicken too so again that's what I'm um, those are my two things that I've been playing with and should I be confident enough to share my own personal recipe on the bologna then I will okay uh, the chicken breast is pretty simple straightforward just like I mentioned earlier and so if you make your own luncheon meats at home, please do let me know. You can reach out to me, Lee at houseofleenyc.com. You can leave a voice memo at houseofleenyc.com. Or you can follow me and reach out at houseofleenyc. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear your thoughts and what you're doing in the kitchen these days. <laughs> and maybe you're one of those brave souls and, and you can just do takeout but part of it skeeves me out I keep thinking well what if they've got it on their hands and then they touch the package or what if they sneeze because I'll be honest with you some of the places I frequented before the, all of this going on uh, they're open and they I've walked by and seen people not wearing masks while preparing food so that bothers me 
And, you know, just like I went to get a latte the other day from one of those big name chains. And even though they only had one person coming in at a time to pick up their orders, I saw the person handing them out, wipe his nose and face and then hand the cup of coffee to the customer in front of me. I was so grossed out, seriously. And so that is what's preventing me from doing takeout. But maybe you're having a fantastic time with it. I'd love to know that too. Please do share and reach out. Let me know. If you're having issues with productivity at this time, I'd love to know that too. I would love to know that I'm not alone. essentially you know we're zooming how many of you are zooming i feel like i'm socializing with zoom much way more with my friends if funny enough uh, yet still feeling a bit lonely i guess and somebody needs to do a scientific study or maybe there have been studies done well i guess so studies show that you need the human interaction and and the actual energy of of other people in in your space right and so that is what's lacking i mean you know my family my husband my child they don't count do they I mean (laughs) I'm sure I'm getting on their nerves too thank goodness I have a dog to walk and I have promised and it is upcoming I'm preparing for you tips on getting a dog like the things that only somebody like me thinks about (laughs) to give you the inside track and also tips on having a dog really (laughs) based on my experience now it's it's coming upon a year that we'll have had my dog and so it's very exciting to share what information I can with you so that is is going to do it for us today thank you so much for taking time to share well share your day with me thank you so much i know you have so many more options and with more than a million podcasts now registered within apple podcasts uh thank you so much for listening to my small show thank you so much to help it grow even just a little bit more please do again share the show with at least two other people and check out my latest virtual online conference it's our second annual podthon.com we're going to have lots of presenters uh, with lots of great content i should say and again if you're interested in starting a podcast let me be the one to show you and teach you via a free workshop it takes about an hour hour and a half of your day it is live i'm there in zoom and you can go to houseofleenyc.eventbrite.com for that listing and if you already have a podcast and you want to see how someone else does her audio editing then you can again go to houseofleenyc.eventbrite.com and I will be doing these free workshops at least once a month during these COVID times because again that's the skill set I have that I'm happy to share and hopefully brighten up someone's day so thank you so much take care and we'll talk soon. Bye-bye.